This podcast is sponsored by DeBrine Associates, Construction Management. Hello, and welcome to another episode of CoreCast. I'm Nancy Lai, Business Development Manager at Gilbane Building Company and co-chair of the newly created EDIB Committee at Cornet. I'm your host, and today we're going to talk about workplace with co-founders Nelly Hayat and Perrin Amadi and what's going on in the CRE world. Let me start off by sharing a little bit more about Nelly and Perrin. Nelly Hayat is currently the co-founder of Workplace and head of Workplace Transformation at VergeSense. Nelly now works with the most innovative tech companies to design their employee and workplace experiences. She helps them create and implement programs that foster happiness, well-being, inclusion, belonging, engagement, and performance with a strong focus on employees' mental, physical, and emotional health for the long-term success of companies. Perin Amadi is currently the co-founder of Workplace as well, and also works at VergeSense. She is on their solutions design and delivery team. Previously, she worked as an owner's rep in CRE Workplace Project Management for various firms such as JLL, Newmark, the CRE Group, and Notel, delivering projects for Capital One, Stripe, Brex, Sonder, Sonos, and so many more. Perrin's expertise in construction project management and passion about community fuels her ability to build beautiful spaces that spur end-user creativity, engagement, promote balance, and drive growth. Thank you both for joining me today. Thank you, Nancy, for having us. Thank you for having us. So for the listeners out there um, who are unfamiliar with Workplace, um, what is Workplace? Uh, Sure, I could take this one. Um, Workplace is uh, basically a community in place that we created for CRE professionals uh, to help um, this group connect and collaborate on the forever evolving uh, workforce. Um, It's also a place where talents can showcase their experience, um, expertise, and passion, and where hiring managers and recruiters can also uh, see the talents that are looking uh, for their next career move. Very cool. Uh, And when did you guys launch Workplace? And kind of what inspired you guys to do it? I can take this one. So Workplace was launched in April 2020, uh, very much as a result of the the major shift that was happening in the CRE industry at the start of the pandemic. Um, Both Perrin and I, as we start observing the shift um, and the impact it had on real estate, workplaces, and the value of these workplaces, we realized that there was a need to create a space to bring workplace professionals together to nurture conversation, to support each other, um, and to fuel creativity in building the future of work. So are you guys like a, um, a place where hiring managers can come and find CRE professionals? Absolutely, yes. Um, hiring managers can uh, use the platform as a resource tool to connect with folks that are seeking opportunities um, or just generally trying to build relationships within the industry overall. So it's it kind of this, this platform fosters um, a framework for Uh, conversations within folks uh, that are within this CRE world. I think I wanted to piggyback on what Perrin said. Uh, Why at this time we felt like 
LinkedIn or any other hiring platform were not enough is because there was just so amazing talents that were available and they were available for the first time that we wanted to make sure that recruiters knew how to find them. Um, and interestingly enough, by doing this first uh, um, layer, we realized that also recruiters were asking our help to rewrite their job description. Again, as the future of work would require different skills or a different scope of work, we help them write the new job description to align with the, the talents that were um, available. Nellie and Perrin, what's your mission with Workplace? So the mission has evolved. The, the, the original mission was really to make sure uh, we had this centralized place for recruiters to find talents. Again, like we saw that there was a real um, necessity to make sure recruiters could find them well because um, of this dark moment that happened to our industry. There was a moment where we realized that all companies could decide to just go remote. Um, and this is not the world that Perrin and I feel like we belong to. We've always seen our workplaces as almost a community center, a places where we would connect with other employees, where we would foster ideas, where we would feel a sense of belonging. And so in order to make sure that um, not all companies would follow this path, but we'll more, more often jump into the hybrid model, they had to have this internal advocate. So real estate, workplace facilities leaders to be inside and redevelop this strategy. So that was our first mission. Our mission has evolved as the industry has evolved also. And um, we're very glad to, to, um, to say that in the fall, many of our talents had lent their, their dream job. And so at that time, they came back to us and they asked, okay, now I'm in position, but I still have so many questions to answer. I have a, a, whole, a whole new strategy to implement. I would love to have this conversation with my peers on what I can do uh, to make sure that I set my company for success with their workplace uh, and their work culture as gross functions. And so at that time we kick off um, a social network where we were triggering conversation, partnering with Cornet, partnering with other um, organizations like IFMA uh, and creating conversation that will, that will give practical tips to those leaders on how to really bring it back to the companies that hire them. That's very cool. So I was a recruiter in my past life and I would have loved to have a place where I can just go and get the people because recruitment, talent and acquisition um, is hard, you know? So this is so awesome that someone, a hiring manager can just come to you guys and find people easily. Thank you so much for saying that, especially that there was something we're hearing from recruiters. Suddenly this move towards hybrid model increased by three times their number of applicants for each job. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. they all told us that the AI that sort through resume doesn't reveal the, the best talent sometimes, and they would miss out on the best talent. Exactly. Um, and yeah, and so this is why having this place that is dedicated to workplace CRE professionals was to serve the recruiters. No, that's awesome, because you hit it on the nail right there. I remember the resume, I don't think, tells the story of the person, right? You really have to get on the phone and talk to them. So it's nice that you have this platform that has these people where they're readily, readily available. A, a big part of um, this platform was that 
a lot of folks were able to advocate and really truly represent um, themselves, um, their, their level of um, expertise and be able to connect with each other within this platform. Um, so it's a completely open platform, um, always has, has been, and <laughs> will has uh, continued to remain so. Um, the other piece of this I, I just wanted to, uh, to layer on is um, uh, that there, there isn't a, currently a platform, uh, not that, that we know of, but there was also a need for this for specifically within commercial real estate uh, that, that highlights and basically elevates folks within our industry. Uh, and um, a lot of um, highly, uh, highly skilled and uh, folks in, in, in leadership roles and high levels of expertise were laid off as a result of the pandemic. And so as the roles were also evolving, it was a place where uh, people could have conversations and better understand what the needs and the roles are uh, trending uh, uh, over this past year, which, which is a continuous, uh, continuous uh, journey as well. So, um, so yeah, that's the only thing I wanted to add about the, the platform and, and what it offers in terms of talent and recruitment um, and, and fostering those conversations. I 100% agree. I think the commercial real estate industry in itself is there's so many people who have great talent and being able to go to one place and find those people is super helpful. Um, so how has the response been in the community? I think Perrin and I, we were overwhelmed with <laughs> the positive answers. I don't think that was something we had anticipated. Um, and then suddenly, like we had many, many, many people wanted to showcase their their profile on the platform, and then we had recruiters reaching out to us. We felt also very supported by by organizations like IFMA, like Cornet, uh, like IIDA, and and a lot of influential leaders in the industry were sharing our platform around. Um, I think some of the beautiful stories that we saw were um, sometimes leaders had to let go of some people on their team because their budget were cut and they were coming to us and asking us to be this bridge like so we were being given the care like they were um, asking us to really care for those employees and they would write recommendations for them our job with parent was really to connect on one-on-one -on -one with each of these talent um, so for each new person who wanted to come into the platform we would organize a 30-minute conversation where we will try to learn as much as possible about them so we could be the best advocate for them as we were making introduction um, to any open role we were given. Uh, the next thing we were doing was also some support work, like really trying to reassure people that this is a phase that um, they have the tool, they have the past experience and expertise, and they still have the passion to be um, an amazing leader in the future. So work, so finally we had to do this support um and the third i think the third thing we were offering was really empowering them to own their story again as we talked we were thinking about the roles in the future and the resume is really not a place where you can say what role you want in the future you write all the roles you had in the past but in this transition where the future of work is asking us to become ahead of remote, ahead of employee experience, ahead of people and places, ahead of workplace technology, some roles that were not so common before. Where do you write it? Where do you write that? And so that was the our platform was this place for that. We're empowering people to write their own description and really clearly define what they want to do next and how they would transfer their past skills into what they want to do next. 
And how many people do you have like in your, your, on your platform, I guess? And how are you getting these people? And I, I think for now we never counted. That was not something that is our focus. Uh, especially as we got to know each of these person, they were not numbers, they were really person. Mm -hmm. um, also the goal was really to make sure they won't stay on the platform very long. Uh, and they would move right away into our alumni bucket and our alumni was having our social network. Um, what, what is beautiful is some of those talents, they say, oh, I want to keep my profile on the platform just because like, I received so much support from you. I still want to have my face in there, um, which was very beautiful. But our goal was really to transition them very quickly to the alumni bucket. Um, yeah, I think this is what we can say. Yeah, no, that's, that's very cool. I know you had mentioned earlier that you are partnering up with some of these uh, organizations in you know, corporate real estate. Um, who are they and what are you kind of doing with them? Um, so, uh, really we partnered up with these, um, organizations like IIDA, IFMA, um, and basically, um, if they, uh, we were hearing, uh, and, and folks within those, um, these organizations did reach out, um, as a result of the pandemic, basically of, of folks that were part of their organizations that were laid off. So, um, advocating again, just partnering with them, advocating for them, uh, getting, if we could, their talents on our platform, kind of giving, allowing this like flow of visibility, but also uh, partnering in terms of having conversations um, around uh, how the industry is trending. So it, it was uh, multi-layered in terms of um, involvement. Um, yeah, does that, I hope, I think that- that, oh, that totally does. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's, it seems like you two are doing so much right now. Like, how are you guys able to balance, you know, being a co-founder and then also uh, your full-time roles at VergeSense. So I, I have to say that this is a funny story because I think Perrin and I, we got the chance to work together when I was at Stripe and she was at the CRV group and she was supporting me on my project. Um, and when the pandemic happened, I think the two of us felt like, oh, we want to work together again. So there's this need in the industry, let's fill it up with all our passion that we have and this amazing collaboration and partnership that we share. Um, and I guess that resonated with Virtuance because Virtuance hired the two of us on different teams. But um, I think what I wanna say is that, again, with this opportunity that we had during COVID to reinvent our roles, we also had this opportunity to, to, to pick who we wanna work with, who are our colleagues. And that's something that Perrin and I are just um, a sign of this because we saw that among our talents. Many talents were on our platform and maybe got a job, they would hire someone else that they met on the platform. And that's very, that's again, that for me, that is a beautiful story to see that there was so much solidarity happening and there was more of an empowerment. I wanna pick my employer, I wanna pick my colleagues, I wanna pick my manager, I wanna pick my title. Um, because of everything I know about myself that the company might not know. And job description are very generic. But the future is really asking people to own that job description and really bring in all their full talents to it. Um, and we know that I think the numbers have showed again and again that usually people leave a company because of their manager or because of their colleagues. Um, so having the chance today um, to work with Parin on 
workplace and armed merchants is really truly magical because this is how I guess we can manage it all. We are sync in these two worlds and we find ways to collaborate in these two worlds together. Um, and again, I think we fuel by this passion. This passion yeah, is giving us the energy to work <laughs> and overwork because uh, we feel so grateful to be here. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, it's, it's always nice to be able to work with someone you enjoy working with every day um, on your uh, passion assignment and in, you know, real life. A big part of, um, and I did want to mention this, is, is Nellie and I have had this incredible um, opportunity to work with folks um, at the Verge Sense, uh, uh, at Verge Sense, basically, uh, to uh, support various companies on a global scale and make connections between human behavior, impact of space uh, uh, on organizations and, and, and be part of a platform that is truly collecting meaningful data um, uh, that is guiding uh, the next steps within our industry. Um, and so uh, even though both of us came uh, from different roles within this, this industry, uh, our, our levels of expertise have truly been, we've been able to curate and, and, and pivot uh, to apply that skill set into another layer uh, uh, to impact, basically to work with it within the industry in a, in a meaningful way. And so um, when, when Nellie mentioned that, I definitely wanted to, um, to uh, share, share this thought with you guys as well. Um, obviously, you guys created this platform because, you know, the lack of recruiting resources in the industry um, there's obviously a lot of gaps out there. Nellie, how have you guys partnered with Cornet? Um, that's, that's a beautiful story. And, and I think this is where also Karen and I felt overwhelmed with the positive uh, answers and the positive feedback we got all, or, all across the industry. Um, so that was at the very beginning when the, where we were crafting this idea and, and playing around with the platform. Uh, we were reaching out to various influential leaders, and one of them was Robert Tid at ServiceNow. He has always been a leader that we looked up to, um, and is very vocal on social media. And when I approached him with this idea of creating a platform to really help the talents that were now available for the first time, sometimes in their career, how we can make sure that recruiters know how to find them and how we can help the bridge in um, creating both for for talent and for recruiters creating this new job description, Robert was extremely excited, matching my our own, our own intense excitement. And he connected us to the team at Cornet. Um, he saw that Cornet could be a beautiful level that we can lever, that we can use to promote our platform. Um, and even to brainstorm, which was an amazing thing for Pyrene and I as we were just the two of us working on this and sometimes feeling like oh are we completely out of touch with what actually would work and so he brought various people he brought um, people from Airbnb people from Dropbox who were all uh, involved in Cornet and we had two or three brainstorming sessions when they gave us feedback when they helped us craft the platform and till today I think we Pyrene and I saw the, the their influence in uh, the look and the design, also our approach uh, and even the promotion of our platform. So we'll be forever grateful for Cornet and their influence in helping us uh, bootstrap this idea and get it off the ground. 
Um, so yeah, as you said, uh, we saw that there will be an increased anxiety for recruiters to um, find better ways to find talent. So that was the first gap we tried to fill. That was the second gap of the second gap of having a place for um, talents to really showcase their passion and expertise where we feel like maybe LinkedIn and resumes were not really um, places to do that. And the third gap was the conversation. So uh, how can we promote conversation among talents, among people who are employed also? This is the, that was a very interesting fact that happened was that even people who were still employed wanted to be part of the platform so they could be they could share the conversation. Um, and so among these three gaps, this is what we try to do with the platform and really address these, these different gaps uh, where, I, uh, where we know the journey is going to take us in the future is really uh, work hand in hand with uh, recruiters and hiring platforms um, to have this, uh, to, un to unlock the, 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 the possibilities of hiring faster, of having smoother conversation. Karin and I, we never ambitioned to turn this platform into a hiring entity. Our passion is very much about being workplace professionals and talking the language of workplace professional and really knowing the, the ins, ins and outs of um, this industry. But we don't have, as you mentioned, Nancy, you were a recruiter. Karin and I, we, ne we had never been recruiters before. We don't have this expertise in our pocket. So working more hand-in-hand -hand with hiring platforms, hiring managers, and how to make this platform even more valuable to them would be the next stage of development for us. Mm -hmm. No, for sure. And I think kind of going back to what Perrin said, you know, word of mouth, right? I think even with what you said, Nelly, people want to still be on the platform even though they have a job. Um, and I think people do that just because they want to help the people that they know to say, hey, there's this place and I've been on it because you want to promote a platform you've used before, right? So if you have people on there promoting it to other people, that's how you're going to get more people to join. Um, I think during the pandemic, people have become more empathetic, right? Um, so this, every, everyone's trying to help everyone. And so now you have a place where people can, people in the same industry can gather together and help each other out, right? So I think the lack of recruiting resources in the industry, especially in um, the corporate real estate, um, even in construction, you know, being at a general contractor for the past six years, I remember how hard it was to find just people like project managers, project engineers um, with experience. So you would have people early in their career, or you would have somebody who's really senior. How do you fill that gap, right? And so using a platform like workplace, I think, would help fill that gap. I was going to mention also, I think, one other gap, Nelly, that you and I, I just wanted to, to add this to it, is the, um, the evolving roles within the industry. So there was a huge discrepancy in what the needs were. So the traditional commercial real estate workplace strategy, workplace uh, resource, workplace uh, world, um, the, the, the roles were shifting. And so um, the needs were shifting, so the roles were shifting. Uh, and we were noticing uh, that uh, this definitely needed some, again, a place to generate conversation, 
um, amongst folks within the industry to help really define what those roles look like. Um, so that was one of the biggest gaps I think immediately we started seeing off the bat. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to add that, add that in there too. Yeah, and in those shifts, I think companies in general, right, they looked at the people that they had on their real estate teams and said, okay, who, who were the people that we needed? And unfortunately for some people, that's why, you know, there was a lot of layoffs um, and things like that during that time. Absolutely, and, and, and I would actually love to know um, uh, from, from your business uh, development side on the, in the GC world, I mean, you're working a lot with clients and so you're seeing a lot of these shifts as well, um, what you may have observed um, over the past, my goodness, it's been a year now, uh, but what you have observed over the past year as well. No, absolutely. I mean, in this last year, I, for me, I was actually, 2020 was a crazy year for me. I was on maternity leave for half of the year and then coming back into a pandemic, I was like, oh, wow, this is a little different. Um, but a lot of the, you know, I focused mainly on um, corporate, commercial, um, real estate, corporate um, interiors. And so what I was seeing is a lot of companies were pausing. They said, hey, we're going to put this project on hold um, right now because we don't know what is going to come out of this. When I came back from maternity leave, I was on calls with people just catching up and people were saying, yeah, I thought the pandemic was going to be like two weeks. We were told, you know, like that March 16th timeframe, we were told, you know, to leave, we'll be back in two weeks. And here we are, April 8th, a year later, and people are still working from home. Um, the only people who I saw make, you know, changes or like started doing renovations and interiors were the people who had to be out of their buildings, right? They they had a lease that was ending or they already had plans to um, do an interior. And even in some of those cases, nobody was in the workplace. So some people were thinking, hey, we could do this now because nobody's here. You don't have to worry about, you know, working around um, people who are in the building. Um, so you had some people who did that. They took advantage of, you know, employees not being in the office. But a lot of companies, I would say, they were just, they took a pause and said, hey, let's create um, a return to work plan or let's look at um, how we can take this time to to make that change. I talked to architects and a lot of those projects went on hold and it really was just, I think people took this time to do a lot of planning. I think that's really what it was. Um, even though like the beginning of the pandemic, we, we had to shut down for a little bit for projects that were not essential. Um, but I wanna say two or about, about two months into the pandemic, we were back um, building again, just because we were um, able to, as things lifted, maybe it wasn't two months, don't quote me on that. It was just a, a couple months after that. Um, but yeah, so things have definitely changed from, you know, pre-pandemic to now. I mean, we, we can't even say it's post-pandemic at this time, but I feel like people are also now, it's getting busy again. 2021 has shown that people are getting ready to, you know, start work again. I, I wanted to follow up on what you just said, Nancy. Um, yeah. There's so much richness to what you said that, like, I want to unpack a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that I thought about when you were talking is 
one of the gaps that maybe we didn't mention, because now it seems obvious to us that the few leaders who were still in position were getting overworked with the planning, as you mentioned. They had to let go of a portion of their team, and yet they had so much work to plan, to legitimate uh, to their leadership, to get a buy-in, to envision the future, that we really felt like, oh, if they fell, unfortunately, they fell all of us. So how can we make sure that people in position still have this support um, among their peers? So that was the gap that we filled. Uh, as they were going, as they were doing all this planning ahead and trying to uh, do the analysis. The second thing is, as you mentioned, um, and this is why it, it's not so random that Perrin and I joined Virtions and that a lot of technology providers were hiring at this time is because there was an increased demand for it. As you said, Nancy, um, while offices were empty, many leaders saw this as an opportunity to redesign, retweak, or implement the technology that they will need in the future without disrupting um, the work the work happening in the office. Um, and that's that's an amazing thing that we're seeing right now at Virtual. There's there is um, a real demand for implementing sensors and technology before people can back, come back to the office. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third thing that I, I really appreciate is what happened also during this pandemic was that as we all pause and try to understand what is happening and how will be the future, Perrin and I, we start highlighting all these amazing talks and webinars and podcasts happening where you'd have leaders sharing their thoughts. So you had architects, you had GC, you had leaders still in position sharing their thoughts. Because again, we felt like, oh, we really need to support each other. It's not about competing, it's really to make, trying to make sure we work together toward the same uh, mission and the same vision. Uh, and that's something that we never experienced in this industry. And we're so mm-hmm. glad that through our platform, we we're highlighting all this amazing wisdom that was being shared around different webinars and podcasts, et cetera. No, definitely. Corinne, did you have anything to say? Yeah, no, and I think um, that's, I'm totally, just to piggyback what off Nelly just said, and it, it did, it gave, um, it gave everyone an opportunity to have conversations and um, a, uh, a way of interacting with folks uh, within the industry that they previously would have not had an, had an opportunity to have those conversations with. Um, and so uh, even though we were all in this uh, and have been in this remote uh, environment and meeting that place of community, it really was and has been such a unique time to connect people all over the world to have these conversations, um, which has, it's been pretty incredible, incredible to see uh, incredible to see these conversations and how people have been able to connect. What's your take on remote work at this point, Um, especially being in the CRE world, right? Um, I think from what I've seen, there has been jobs that um, people have been able to do remotely. Sometimes people have had to travel and projects have still been going on and they've been able to complete it. So do you think there will be a different view Um, or what are your thoughts on remote work? yeah, I think uh, I think both Perrin and I share this idea that people shouldn't be forced to be anywhere. And embracing remote, remote is not the right word. And I think more uh, leaders and financial voices are trying to shift from remote to distributed team because, because we have all been remote, but actually we've all find ways to connect with each other. And none of us want to be isolated from, from the company, from the workforce. So... 
Um, I think as companies embrace the hybrid model and, hem and, hem and embrace the distributed model, um, that unlocks the possibility to really reevaluate the purpose of the office, the value of being together, the value of having meetings. Like there's been a lot of Zoom fatigue where we realized that we were as we could be as effective as um, uh, collaborating asynchronously and being more inclusive to people in different uh, regions around the world. So I think Perrin and I share this idea that this is an amazing opportunity to embrace uh, remote or distributed to be more to create more of an equitable um, uh, equitable model for all. Unfortunately, that was not something that we're paying a lot of attention. But in each tech company, at least there was a growing population of remote workers that were have who were having a very suboptimal experience. Unfortunately, it was not under anyone's scope. It was not under work the workplace scope because we were only looking at offices and. HR people didn't know how to create this experience. That was not really their, their, um, their task. So now with embracing the hybrid model and maybe having this layer of employee experience wherever this experience is happening is really gonna create an inclusive and equitable experience for all. Um, and I'm super optimistic. I mean, I think Nelly just beautifully captured it. Um, <laughs> I, I agree. I think she beautifully captured it. I mean, it really is at this, I, we are seeing that um, companies are engaging uh, the expertise to, to um, uh, further refine their process in, in terms of their workforce and supporting their employee wellness, um, their talent engagement, talent retention, dialing in on inefficiencies or efficiencies in employee productivity, and you know, as well as what their needs are for their overall real estate footprint. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so there's um, it. it we are in ever-evolving <laughs> state, um, and it is exciting. It is it is a space of a lot of opportunity, a lot of creative creativity, a lot of um, positivity, as well as Nelly mentioned. And so, um, yeah, we're we're um, we're excited as we we continue to be part of this uh, part of this conversation. Yeah, and you know the VR with what people are using it for. Um, like as, in terms of general contracting, we, we have to do, you know, fire inspections and things like that. And everyone thinks you have to be at the site or you have to be, you know, there. Um, but this whole new wave of, you know, remote workers, remote working in construction I, was very limited. Um, but with the pandemic, you had to figure out a way to make things happen, right? Whether it's, you know, city inspections or um, getting permits. How do you do that virtually? I think people are figuring out how to do that and it's um, requiring people to not travel as much to the sites. Um, I was talking to a client and they said for a project um, they could have one person fly to this project 12 times um, in the span of the project and now in the pandemic they that person went maybe three times to do kind of the same job. So I think companies are also revisiting and looking at how um, people um, how people have to show up on site um, and how they can actually incorporate remote working and how it affects people, right? I think work-life balance is important for people. Um, and I think the pandemic maybe created that silver lining for, for people to see what they can and um, so for our listeners out there, how can they get involved with Workplace? 
join the platform. Um, so I think this kind of segues into um, the piece of, on, on um, you had been asking like, how do people, how did we get, how did people learn about us? Honestly, it was word of mouth, um, uh, word of mouth and then uh, through um, some other um, professional, pro, pro, uh, professional um, uh, platforms like LinkedIn uh, as well, but we had quite a few folks reaching out from whether they had an ex-colleague that had referred them and sent them our way. Um, so uh, the response uh, to it was really incredible and it was really just by, by word of mouth. And um, if now in any, uh, in any way that people would love to still get on the platform and be a part of the community, um, they can go ahead and find us at helloworkplace.co. Um, you can also, you guys can also find Nellie and I at VergeSense um, and, and reach, out, reach out to us there. We're also both on LinkedIn. Uh, our professional profiles are there, so people are welcome to reach out uh, that way as well for any um, ideas or collaboration or questions or uh, need help or feedback, so, so we're here. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today, Nellie and Perrin. Thank you so much, Nancy. It was an absolute delight. Thank you so much, Nancy. It has been such a pleasure. Thank you to all our listeners. Please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues and post it on social media. You can find all the chapter podcast episodes on the Cornet NorCal website, and you can subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Happy listening.